Welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students, a multi-part podcast series that gives college students the knowledge and tools to handle their financial situation during and after college. Your host for this program is Professor Frank Longo of Centenary University School of Professional Studies. Please note that before making any financial decisions, please seek sound financial advice from a financial professional. And now, here is your host, Professor Frank Longo. Hello, and welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students. Thank you for joining us. We are going to begin this session in the way we end every session, by saying, stay calm, thoughtful, and purposeful. This is more more than a motto or a saying. It is a way to approach life, and in my opinion, a way to approach investing. In the past week or so, our mantra has been as appropriate and applicable as ever, especially regarding investing. This is due to two factors. One, the emergence of another COVID variant called Omicron. And two, continually rising inflation and the concern that the Fed will raise interest rates. Each of these, let's call them concerns, has caused the stock market to plunge. This can cause investors to panic and sell their stock in a good company with good prospects. And recently, the market has followed a plunge with substantial price increases. And those who sold their shares might have missed out on gains, or if they repurchased their shares, bought them at a higher price. So the investor could miss out on a profit-making opportunity. To avoid this, Let's stay calm and thoughtful and evaluate the situation. We will begin with Omicron. This surfaced in South Africa. Initially, it was said to be potentially more transmissible than COVID. And there were fears that it has the ability to resist vaccines. As a result, the Biden administration closed travel between the United States and South Africa and a number of other countries closed their borders to South African travelers. This prompted concerns that countries, including the United States, would once again shut down their economies. This led to additional concerns that the world economy would slow down. The concerns caused by this information are reasonable, but we still don't have complete information about the variant. Let's continue with what happened. The day after Thanksgiving, on Black Friday, the Dow plunged by about 900 points based on Omicron. The following week, the market was volatile as it produced significant Dow increases and decreases. Investors need to ask a simple but critical question. Why? Why is the market so volatile? The Black Friday plunge was due to the variant. As we said, the variant is real, but details were lacking. By the following Monday, the Dow was up again and substantially. The market seemed to digest the flimsy details about the variant. Then the market fell. 
This time, the fall was attributed to comments made by Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell, who raised the possibility of tightening monetary policy on an accelerated basis to combat inflation. During a recent market session, the Dow Jones Industrial Average was up by more than 500 points during the morning. This was attributable to good economic news. ADP, the payroll company, reported that private payrolls led by leisure and hospitality increased by 534,000 jobs, which was higher than expected. Employers offered jobs and people accepted them in November. Good news. Also, the Institute for Supply Management Index improved. It indicated that companies were buying goods. Another good sign. The market seemed to recover from the bad variant news. Until that afternoon, on the same day, the first U.S. Omicron case was reported in California. Let's emphasize, it was one case. It was a breakthrough. The person was fully vaccinated, but the symptoms were mild. Yet, the Dow plunged and closed down about 400 points for the day. So in one day, the Dow was both up and down, and the swing was approximately 900 points. That was a severe reaction to one case. So let's try to summarize all of this. The market, as measured by the Dow Jones Industrial Average, remains at a very high level, and some say it is overextended. It has, in recent months, ignored obvious risks at times and panicked at other times. The Omicron plunge, as we said, was based on incomplete information that will take a while to decipher. Remember that COVID has hit us in a series of waves, and the economic impact of each successive wave has been less severe than the prior wave. This has been due in large part to the adaptive actions taken by businesses, the government, and the Federal Reserve. The cautious investor could ask, but what if, what if this variant proves to be more contagious and more deadly? What could happen? Well, if it was more deadly, that could cause governments throughout the world to shut down their economies, and that would exacerbate supply chain issues and inflation. All of this could happen, but we need much more information to predict that it will. So what should an investor do while waiting for more detailed and scientific information, especially the new investor or the cautious investor? Stay calm. Don't overreact along with the market. Remember your financial basics. Before investing new or additional money in this market, Make sure you have an emergency fund in place. Pay off credit card bills in full, especially this time of year. Incur interest charges on credit card purchases. Consider buying I-bonds. You may recall these from a prior session. I-bonds are U.S. government bonds, which means they are guaranteed by the United States government, and they pay interest based on inflation. For the next six months, I-bonds will pay 7.12% interest. Details about I-bonds are available at treasurydirect.com.
www.gov.gov. Worth considering. Next, what about stock? Should you get out of the stock market based on recent events? First, when others panic, stay calm. It helps you make better decisions. Remember that the market tends to overreact to both good and bad news. Panic selling, as we mentioned earlier, is often a mistake. I suggest that you review each company in which you own stock and answer the following questions. Why did you buy that stock? Has something changed that diminishes its investment potential? Is it still an innovator? Positive answers to these questions would generally keep you invested. In particular, what about Pfizer? We have discussed this company frequently. Let's address the Pfizer question by acknowledging that COVID remains at the forefront of worldwide issues and the slightest bad news causes concern. So COVID is not resolved. And as we have previously pointed out, it may never totally disappear. At least that's my guess. It may resemble the flu, which dates back to 1918 and the Spanish flu. We manage the flu with annual vaccines and therapeutics. We may end up managing COVID in the same way. In my opinion, all COVID management, including the management of variants, goes through Pfizer. Pfizer was a leading vaccine manufacturer before COVID, and it has solidified itself as the leading worldwide vaccine manufacturer. Equally important, its COVID therapeutic has tested well and appears to be the leading therapeutic at this time. Pfizer has demonstrated its ability to innovate and adapt. Its CEO indicated that it can quickly develop a modified vaccine booster to combat the latest variant, if it is needed, within 100 days. That is innovation. So let's go back to our questions. Why did you buy Pfizer stock? Because it is a financially solid company that is well positioned to solve critical worldwide medical problems that are not limited to COVID. Has something changed that diminishes Pfizer's, Pfizer's investment potential? No, it actually looks like a better investment at this point. It is still an innovator. Remember, it's development of the vaccine and booster therapeutics. You can expect Pfizer to learn from its experiences developing COVID vaccines and that it will apply that knowledge to the development of new products. Also remember that Pfizer is much more than a vaccine company. Pfizer stock price is up more than 46% for this year. And when you add its dividend yield to the mix, the return is more than 50% for this year. Can we say that the stock price will increase at the same rate next year? No, we can't say that for sure. But so, uh, Pfizer appears to remain a solid innovator that is well prepared to deal with COVID and other medical issues. It is, in my opinion, an investment well worth owning. I would take the same approach that we just took with Pfizer and apply to other investments regarding inflation and interest rates. Can we anticipate prices continuing to rise 
And at some point, the Federal Reserve raising interest rates? Sure, we can. As a rule, the market doesn't like this. Market doesn't like rising interest rates. And as a whole, it could react. It could drop. But in recent months, news or anticipation of rising rates has not always made it fall the way you might anticipate. But it could. So what's our answer? Innovative companies will still increase profits. And they should weather a monetary storm very well. And if you are a long-term investor, which is what I suggest, innovators will reward you. Remember, approach all of life's issues and problems, along with doing your long-term investments in the same way. Stay calm, thoughtful, and purposeful. You have been listening to Dollars and Cents for College Students with host Frank Longo. The opinions on this series are those of the host. Before making any financial decisions, be sure to consult with a financial professional such as a certified financial planner. For more information, visit cfp.net.